this thing alright. You ball in the motherfucking house. Come on, I come on. on the ump a baseball podcast season four episode 34 thank you ladies and gentlemen very much for listening my name is joel i'm tuning in from champaign illinois tonight is monday october 1st it is approximately 6 30 p.m central time the Dodgers and the Rockies are playing their tiebreaker game as we speak. Joining me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel, doing great. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. Living my best life. Living my best yeah. life. I, I chose that song for a walk-up that was Living Smile, Living My Best Life, Lil Duvall featuring Snoop Dogg and Ball Greasy. I was teaching 7th grade earlier today, and we had a few minutes left over at the end of class, and my students asked me to put that song on, and I was like, is it clean? And they're like, yeah, 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 it's clean, it's clean, he doesn't cuss. And I put it on, and after about 20 seconds, <laughs> they were, <laughs> they're like, oh, oh, sorry, Mr. Wright, sorry. <laughs> and then we had to go back and find the actual invasion so I stay young through my students like a vampire right you like to think you do exactly <laughs> Captain Gray hair over here right <laughs> I feel like I feel like those kids are driving you closer to the grave honestly <laughs> right every day <laughs> every day for you is like 10 days close every school day right. is like 10 days closer to death <laughs> They wonder why I look the way I do at the end of the year. <laughs> it's the, it's a hollowed out shell of a man. The favorite thing is asking, my favorite thing is asking a seventh grader how old they think I am. Because uh-huh. I get answers, everything between 18 and like 60. Right. Yeah. <laughs> does, that, does anyone ever just nail it? Yeah, 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 sometimes. Not often, but yeah. Or they remember because I told them, like, a week before. Right. Yeah. Or, um, like, a couple hours before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just um, tell them what your age is at the beginning of the day and then ask see, them at the end I'm of the day. I'm going to do that. See if you're, like, that. actually teaching them anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will definitely do that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, I got a hot take for you today. Yeah, shoot. Y'all. Sorry, I got us off track. Like, uh, I do. Ian Desmond, I learned today, watching this uh, Rockies and Dodgers game, is the last player in the Major League Baseball who was drafted by the Montreal Expos before they were overtaken by the fascist regime yes. of Washington. Yes. Uh, he's like the last remaining, 
you know, he's like the last remaining child born in a free country. Oh, yes. This is some kind <laughs> Basically. of dystopian baseball novella that we're working on. Right. I think we should yeah. actually do that. In the, like, Ayn Rand future. Of, yes. A man of, in the high castle, but baseball. The, castle, the man in the Washington Nationals high castle. Right. Ooh, I think we're <laughs> onto something. We need to mix that with our starter baseball-themed uh, cult also. Right. Yeah. And then just market it as a young adult novel. Yeah. I think we might... That's Major a, League Baseball yeah. as a way to get the youth back interested. Back to baseball. baseball. It's like Mad Max, only it takes three hours. Right. And you can't get out of your seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or it's like when they made a movie out of, like, Street Fighter, you know? I like loved that movie. To, like, they have to, like, put a plot over what essentially is just a one-on-one -on -one fist fight game, you <laughs> yes. know? Okay, totally throwing the plan for this podcast out the window that Sam <laughs> and I just made. Real quick, Power Rank, the best movies based on video games. Okay. Because uh, you got well, yeah. Resident Evil. Oh, uh huh. Right? The video game that spawned a million movies. Right. Right? And then both Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat yes. have been multiple movies about those, both of those. Yes. <clears throat> um, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, Super that? Mario Brothers. That movie is yeah. so weird. Yeah, Double Dragon, too. I didn't know they made a Double Dragon movie. Yep. I loved um, that game. What else? Those are the ones that I got off the top of my head. Did they ever make a Zelda movie? I don't think so. I mean, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider? Yeah. yeah. Uh, multiple Tomb Raider yeah, movies. Yeah, multiple Tomb Raider movies. Doom? Oh, yeah. That's uh, a good Wayne Ronk Johnson? Yeah. Okay, what okay. video game should they make a movie out of? Tetris? Yeah, like uh, Pac-Man. Uh, Pac Angry Birds? Oh, no, they did that. They, they did. Oh, they did. There was an Angry Birds. No. That cartoon's actually pretty good. Really? I would rank... I've never seen it. I would rank Angry Birds above Trolls in terms of B-list cartoon movies that my nieces... that I watched when my nieces were visiting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we should get back to that. But I really like your idea of uh, Baseball Apocalypse. I think that's something we need to talk more about. Oh, that's the plot line for the young adult movie. Yeah, that we're going to make. Right, we're going to make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And make a million. Sell to Major League Baseball for millions. Yes. That's, after this podcast blows up, that's how we right. make our first million. Uh, right, once we... Once we get up above 146 Twitter followers. Right. Once we get the recognition we deserve, we so <laughs> so sorely deserve. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, my hot take for the evening, uh, Chicago White Sox ended the season with a four game, getting swept in four games by the Minnesota Twins to finish the season on a tidy 62 wins, 100 losses. Exactly. Nailed it. Um, 
in the course of which the White Sox set a new MLB record for strikeouts per season, breaking last year's record set by the Milwaukee Brewers. So, kind of disappointing end to a disappointing season. But they still finished uh, not in last place in their division. They finished right. ahead of the uh, Kansas City Royals. They're not Kansas City. They're not Kansas City. And I know that the AL East has two 100-win teams in it. But guess what? The AL Central has two 100-loss teams and a 98-loss Detroit Tigers team. So they're basically the same, if not a stronger division. Exactly. exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. Let's just say that the NL Central has more losses than the AL East has wins. By by quite a lot. By quite a lot. Yeah, you got three teams coming in under 400 winning percentage-wise. The 64-98 Detroit Tigers, the 62-100 Chicago White Sox, and the 58-104 Kansas City Royals. Man, speaking of baseball apocalypse... What's Kansas City going to be like after society breaks down? Kansas City will probably remain completely unchanged, actually. (laughs) (laughs) They're like living their post-apocalyptic future today. I'm living my best life, Kansas City. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're just like eating hunks of ribs, except for they'll be eating human ribs. Yes. Oh, there we go. Yeah. It's like exactly the same, except for like there's a pork shortage. Yeah. So they're like using the human ribs. <laughs> they're barbecue. It's people. Kansas yeah. City barbecue is people. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Kansas City, though, doesn't even take home the cake for worst team in the American League or the major oh, leagues. Oh, right. Because that crown goes to the Baltimore Orioles, yes. who, if you were to talk to Baltimore Orioles fans, they would say that that team doesn't even exist. I'm pretty sure they weren't even selling any tickets by the end of the season. Right. But they ended up at 47 and 115. They failed uh, to even get 50 wins. How many game? That, how many games back did they? Season. How many games back did they finish? 61. That's got to be a record, at least in the divisional era. Yeah, probably. 61 games back. The Red Sox having their best season ever and the Baltimore Orioles having their worst season ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Possibly the worst season ever. Uh, what's their run differential? Uh, their run differential is... Negative 270. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Pretty damn bad. Which is the worst in the major leagues. Yeah. Second worst is Miami at negative 220. Yeah, we we started the season for our new listeners. You should go back to our early season podcasts because we started the season talking a whole lot of shit about 
the Miami Marlins because they're just the Yankees AAA affiliate down there in right. South Florida. They were supposed to be historically bad. And then they were looking bad, but not historically bad for a big chunk of the season. And then they kind of dropped off after we stopped paying attention to them. And then they ended up being historically bad. And then bad. they ended up being historically bad. Yeah. But, but better than the Baltimore Orioles. Right. Yeah. And their record is better, too. What was their final record? 63 and 98. Ah, they beat us by a game. Damn. Damn, 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 damn. 54 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, not, not Let's good. Say it was bad. Yeah, very bad. Uh, for our new listeners, again, thanks for listening. You should check out our older podcast. Last week, uh, episode was entitled "Where the Wild Cards Are." Uh, talked about wild cards. We're gonna we're gonna talk more about wild card games just now. They just ju- the not the wild card games, but game one sixty three. Just wrapped up a few minutes ago. We'll talk about that. Thanks, everybody, uh, who listened to us last week. We got, Sam, we got, this is the first time I'm looking at our top city listens, you know? Yeah. It's the first time where it, like, kind of just makes sense that, from a population standpoint, right? Okay. So, uh, our number one city for this week in listeners was Dallas, Texas. Nice. Yeah, and that's like a first. We've the never had fighting Dows. The fighting Dows, as I like to call them. Um, um, yeah, here, here was my thought. Have you ever been to Dallas? Dallas, Fort Worth? Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah, I've just been in the airport and the hotel attached to the airport. I had cool. to spend the night there one time. Um I'm not a big, you know, we've we've talked some shit about Texas, and I'm not a big Texas sports fan. But, right. But or whatever. Or whatever. Uh, here's, here's the one thing I'll, I'll compliment Dallas sports on. I like that they've got a theme going on, and they stick with it. They've got the Cowboys, the Mavericks, and the Rangers, right? They are basically, yep. their teams are basically... A Chuck Norris TV show. Yeah, they're like uh, they're like uh, John Wayne. John Wayne has played all of those characters. Yeah, they're like uh, you know overcompensating penis envy sort of like exactly big hats. They wear big right. hats. Big hats. You know what they say yeah. about a man with a big hat? Right. He drives. <laughs> He's probably a Mavericks fan. He's probably. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess they don't have the same color schemes. No, that's Pittsburgh. That's Pittsburgh. I've talked about this from time to time. I wish more towns would do that, would coordinate their major league teams. Seattle had it for a little while. Mariners, Seahawks, and Sonics, but... Yeah, so, shout out to Dallas. Uh, oh, speaking of which, I didn't even mean to do this. Number two, Seattle, Washington... Um, hey, Jesse's dad. Hey, Jesse's dad. <laughs> Guess what? The Mariners are not making the playoffs. No. No. As came as a huge shock to Jesse the other week when we told him. Right. Because <laughs> right. he obviously has not been paying attention to baseball. Guess who probably else is probably not making the playoffs are the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, yeah. 
they're in a tight spot right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never really understood. Like, everyone was always like, what's his name? Russell Wilson is so good. And he's going to be, like, the next great quarterback. But then I always thought that he wasn't. I just never understood that. You know what I mean? He is good. Is he, though? Yeah, he's good. He They don't have an O-line right now, though. So he's just getting sacked and spending all of his time scrambling. They're a hot mess. I just always felt like all of those great Seahawks teams were just only great because of their defense. And then, like, they scored enough. They scored, like, 21 points a game. Yeah. And seven of them came from the defense. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I Yeah, I see what so you're saying. It's like... It's like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah. And it's like, well, you know, he's averaging like 200 yards and a touchdown a game. You know, like that's not great. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. He's fun to watch. I think he's in a tough situation now because they just don't have anybody left on that team. And, And so he's got nothing, no weapons, no options. Um. Anyway, I like Les Wilson. I don't know how long he's going to keep playing, though, because he could get hurt now. And he puts a lot of mileage on his body. Right. Yeah. I don't like him. Okay, that's fine. I'll, say, I'll just say it. I don't care for him. He played against the Oregon Ducks in the 2012 Rose Bowl when he was the quarterback for Wisconsin. That was the first time Oregon won the Rose Bowl in, like, 60 years. Oh, he played years. for Wisconsin? He transferred to Wisconsin. He started with North Carolina State and then transferred to Wisconsin. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, no, he's the one who plays baseball in Texas in the offseason, right? Yeah. Okay, I like him. Okay, cool. I've reversed my stance. I don't love him. Right. But I, I like that he goes to spring training. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Seattle. Um, number three, San Jose, California. Home of the Fighting Sharks. You should go back and find our episode where we come up with a great way to uh, boost the NHL's ratings by making a musical Western Conference story between the yeah. Winnipeg Jets and the San Jose Sharks. That's Probably one of our nice. Uh, yeah, that that's one of our best ideas ever too. <laughs> Top five probably. Uh, scrolling down, Atlanta, Georgia, Los Angeles, California, Chicago, Illinois, Omaha, Nebraska, New York, New York. Oops, lost it. Um, why can't I scroll? Something weird's going on. Uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, Miami, Florida. Damn, we were popular last week, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh... <coughs> Des Moines, Iowa. Portland. It's pronounced Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines, yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Triple A affiliate of the Cubs. Uh, Portland, Oregon. Phoenix, Arizona. Denver, Colorado. Longmont, Colorado. Salem, Oregon. And then shout out to Barry, Vermont. Coming in at 20th, right? Usually Barry, Vermont's like top five. Right now, it's, now gotta, it's twenty. Gotta pick up the slack there, Barry. Yeah, just Sh- saying. <laughs> Champaign, Illinois, Anchorage, Alaska. Shout out to the frozen north. 
Jacksonville, Florida. Skimming here. Queenstown, Maryland. Columbia, Maryland. Bussum. B-U-S-S-U-M. Netherlands. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Peoria, Illinois. Rochester, New York. Brooklyn. Peoria. Peoria. Hmm? Peoria sounds like some body part. Probably an orifice. Like shove it up uh, your Peoria? Yes, just shove it in your Peoria. <laughs> no, it's... Like you have, like, an inflamed Peoria. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's yeah. like one of those organs that we don't use, like the appendix. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to it's just like, oh, I ruptured my Peoria. <laughs> I had to go get my Peoria removed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, don't get your Peoria all inflamed. Uh... If there are members of the Peoria Indian tribe listening to this, I apologize. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Champagne was supposed to be rivals with Peoria on some level, but I've never gotten it. It's a pretty big town in central Illinois. I've driven through it. Uh, right. There's a river. I don't know. I feel like you're feeding the rivalry right now. I you're should. Like, yeah, I drove through it. Not much there. Not much there. A... <laughs> yeah. They got like a building. I think it got... Sure. I got... I... Pretty big. Sucks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> They've got a minor league baseball team too. I'm going to Google that right now. Who is their minor league baseball team? Uh... I don't know. Only the Peoria White Sox. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I think it's like the Indians, but maybe I'm making that up. Uh, nope, Chiefs, not Indians, Chiefs. I was close. Single A affiliate of the St. Louis Cardinals. Ah, uh, classic. That's cool, I like single A ball. Okay, here's something weird. Peoria Chiefs, located in Peoria, Illinois, named after the Peoria Indian tribe for which the city was named, the Peoria Indians. However, their mascot seems to be a Dalmatian dog dressed up in a fireman suit, suggesting uh -huh. that the term chiefs might have a dual meaning, right? Or just like a single a, meaning. Like, like they're just the fire chiefs. The fire chiefs. But the right. Wikipedia page says it's named after the Peoria Indian tribe. So I don't know. They need to figure that out. Maybe they didn't get permission of the Peoria Indians. Maybe the Peoria Indian tribe is famous for putting fires out. Yeah, probably. You know? You don't know. No, I don't know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I need, he we never need, bothered to stop. He right. just drove I right through. Peoria. <laughs> Shout out to Peoria. I need to do... Next summer, let's make a goal of of actually doing some going to some minor league games because you got Iowa, you got Des Moines, Peoria. Uh, we go to a Cyclones game. Are the Paw Sox moving? Oh yeah, but yeah. not next year. I think the year after. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's get real into minor league baseball. Um. <laughs> Really nerd out about minor league baseball. <laughs> so game one sixty three was today. Did you get to watch any of them? Uh, Both of them. Yeah. What did you think? I fell asleep during the second one, and I came into the third, the first one, 
I came in, <clears throat> man, I don't know, half, sixth, fifth or sixth inning, something like that. Mm-hmm. That game was really interesting um, because the winner of that game had the best record in the National League. So right. the loser of that game goes to the one-day game playoff showdown with right. the Rockies, and then the winner has home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs should they continue to win. Yeah. So that would be Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, congrats to the Brewers. I was right. having a- I'm, like, tempted to jump on the Brewers bandwagon because yeah. they're a cool team. Yeah, yeah. Um they just they have some players on their team with checkered pasts. Right. Right. I mean, I was I was going to jump on the Brewers bandwagon a while ago, but it was right when they had that picture with all the like racist and homophobic tweets. So right. So jumping on it was an inopportune time to get on that bandwagon. Right. Because it would look like I was all on board with the team with the racist picture. But right. Now I right. Well, now I feel like nobody's talked about it for a while, so I can safely get on the Brewers bandwagon. <laughs> no one's actually paying attention anymore. Oh, he got the save today, anyway. Yeah, he got a two yeah. two inning save. Yeah, he is so. good at baseball. He's really good. Yeah. Um, I was looking up some stuff. The Brewers. So, on September 1st, the Brewers were actually five games back of the Cubs in the NL Central. So, they came storming back in September. One thing I found very interesting, Milwaukee finished the year 31-17 and in one-run games compared to the Chicago Cubs finishing 24-24. and in one-run games. That's a little bit of luck, but that's also a little bit of bullpen, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Or is it all luck? Really good bullpen. Yeah. Their manager, name of Craig Council, do you remember that guy? No, where would I remember him from? He was a player. He played for a long time. He's kind of one of those, like, maybe Ben Zobrist guys who kind of played everywhere. Uh Uh-huh. Was like an above average ball player, but never really found a home. I don't think. Uh huh. Uh, I think he like he was on one or two different World Series teams. I think. Anyway, shortstop or middle infielder. I don't know. Okay. Little guy. He had a funny swing. That's why I remember him. He like held his bat way above his head like this. Nice. For those of you listening and not on the live video feed, I'm holding my arms way above my head right. (laughs) Uh, anyway, he was saying that they only need to win, be winning after the sixth inning, and then they will win the game. That's what they were saying. So, I mean, he's not wrong. Right. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee ends the season on an eight-game winning streak, winning right. nine of their last ten. They picked up three games on the Cubs just in the last ten games of the season. That's pretty impressive. Here's the thing that that you know got my eye was the Brewers have a run differential of plus 95, which isn't bad, but the Cubs had a run differential of plus 116. Uh-huh. I mean, the Cubs are the better team on paper. 
but they they didn't win the division. Right. Yeah. You gotta win the baseball games. Um, when they count. Yeah, they all count. I mean, we talked right. about this. There were two two divisions had to play extra games because every game fucking counts. Even that snow delay on April 15th or whatever. Right. And the interesting thing about those two games uh-huh. is that all four of those teams are better than the Braves who clinched the weeks East. ago. Yeah. Like the Braves are the worst... Have, have the worst, have the worst record, yeah. Have the worst record in yeah. the postseason, and they clinched like a week and a half ago. But it's close, man. I mean, just looking at wins: Milwaukee ninety six, Chicago ninety five, L A Dodgers ninety two, Colorado ninety one, Atlanta ninety. So yes, you're right that Atlanta's got the worst record, but um, I I. I don't know who's going to win the NL. I'm not willing to make that call yet, but I'm not going to sleep on the Braves. I mean, we talked about this last week. We called them winning the NL East and forever shamed Woody Page. Right. Who laughed at us, scoffed, I, scoffed I at us. That, I don't think he'll ever come back from that, no, honestly. No, I think that was just a, <laughs> the greatest shame of Woody Page's career. Yeah. I don't see how you like wake up and come to work the next morning after that one. Right. <laughs> so I'm not willing to jump off the Atlanta Braves bandwagon quite yet. The other NL game 163, the Dodgers beat the Rockies in LA. The Dodgers win the NL West again. Arizona. Six year in a row. Six? Six year in a row? Yeah. Six. Damn. Count them. Damn. One plus five. Oh, yeah. But here you go. Who the fuck else is in the NL West? I don't know. Yeah, nobody. Just a bunch of other <laughs> shitty teams in California, really. <laughs> no, but we should actually talk about this because yes. the Arizona Diamondbacks, yes. the shittiest team to come out of the desert out of, <laughs> since the Arizona Cardinals. Right. Or the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Or the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Or, you know, any the, other the team. Coyotes, the Coyotes, they have a hockey team. How do you have a hockey team in Arizona? I don't, they got more than a million people in that city. It's a big city. Anyway, besides the point, they spent 125 days of this season in first place. Say that again. 125 days wow. in first place yeah. in this season, which is a lot. That's yeah. like a dominant number. And then, but B, and they were also in first place. At the beginning of every single month of the season. Yeah. And then and then they co- they collapsed. And then they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And they finished eighty two finished eighty two and eight yeah, eighty two and eighty. They barely finished above five hundred. I'm gonna check their schedule right now, see what happened to them. Wow. Wow. Okay, here's an interesting thing. They sucked in September, but here's the... Well, they had to have been. They were in first place at the beginning of September. Here's the schedule. Okay, um, at Padres, they dropped two out of three. Versus the LA Dodgers, they win two out of three. Versus the Rockies, they get swept. Versus the Cubs, they lose two out of three. 
At Houston, they lose two out of three. At the Colorado Rockies, they lose three out of four. Versus Atlanta, they lose three out of four. And then they split two with the Padres. So other than five games against the San Diego Padres, in which Arizona went two and three, every other game that they played in the month of September was against a playoff team. Dodgers, Rockies, Cubs, Astros, Rockies, Braves. So that is a tough schedule for the uh, that, Arizona It's not Diamonds. that tough. It's not that tough. That's true. I mean, but that, that sucks for them. That is backloaded as shit. But remember, also, they only have two players. Right. It's still very respectable to go slightly above 500 when you're only putting two people on the field <laughs> yeah. every game. Um, so let's look ahead. So tomorrow is the NL wildcard game. And it's going to be right. Rockies at Cubs. Um, how are you... If you're these teams... You just played game 163, and you both lost. And now you have to turn around and play the wildcard game, game 164, essentially. Right. Winner, winner take all, one game. And then if you do win, you have to go out on the road again in the divisional series against Milwaukee. Right. Who just... Who just be if you're the Cubs, right? We're just assuming that the Cubs are going to win, right? I I hope not. Go yeah. uh, go Rockies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean the the Rockies are good. They've got uh, they're pretty good. Yeah, the Cubs should be favored. Right. Um, but uh, what's his name? Arenado. Yeah, Arenado. He's good. Trevor uh, Story. Good. Uh, yep. Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman, guy with the beard. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, he's a white man. Oh, but his last name is Blackman? Yeah. Yeah, that is funny. It's confusing. Yeah. But yeah. you get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking up the... I think I'm Matt Holiday. Um, I don't know anybody who pitches for the Colorado Rockies. Me either. Yeah. The pitching matchup for tomorrow is Kyle Freeland uh-huh. versus John Lester. Oh, Kyle Freeland's not bad. Lester's probably better. No, he's good. Well, Cubs should be favored. They're at home. They'll have Lester on the mound. But hopefully Colorado can pull it off. Um, AL wildcard back to the other league, the league that actually matters. Right. Uh, A's at Yankees. Who are the starting pitchers for that game? It's got to be Severino v. somebody for the A's. Mm-hmm. That's on Wednesday. And that's on Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, Chris Davis is still the only guy I can name for the Oakland A's. We've played this game before. Crush Davis? Crush Davis. Oh, who, fun fact. Finishes with a batting average of two forty seven for the fourth consecutive season. That's incredible. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, who are the A's going to put on the mound for that wild card game? Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm trying to find the. I'm trying to find the matchup here. It doesn't say on ESPN. Yeah, maybe they haven't. They haven't announced it yet. Um. We're at 36 minutes and 21 seconds right now. Uh, do you want to talk some football? <coughs> or do we want to? Or do you want to have a coffee sure. fit? And maybe. Yeah, I think that it should be noted that during the baseball games today, we're on ESPN. It's game two, game one sixty threes. Uh huh. Right, a pretty big deal. And both groups of announcers for both games were trying to hype up the Monday the night, night football, football game. Yeah, I saw a little bit about that. Between what? The Chiefs and the Broncos? Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck cares? They were talking about it with all like, it was like the best shit going. Right. And it's like not. Right. Well, I mean, the sad truth is that game will probably have more viewers than either baseball game. Uh, well, I mean, they put the two baseball football. games in the middle of the day. Right, on a Monday. On a Monday. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Those should be primetime. Like, move the football game. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm, I'm digging that. I turned on the Dodgers-Cubs, uh, Dodgers-Cubs, Dodgers-Rockies game, and the stadium wasn't full. I was like, God damn, this is a game 163 for playoff yeah. positioning, and your stadium's not full. But then I was like, oh, it's California. It's like literally 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday. Yeah. It's also, yeah. that's the biggest stadium in baseball. And it's the biggest. Yeah, I knew that. It's like you'd feel like 120,000 people in that stadium or some stupid shit like that. Right, but it's the playoffs. But still. No, it's not. It's a regular it's season not, game. Yeah. <laughs> because there was this guy, Christian Yelich, they were really hoping would get the Triple Crown Award. Uh-huh. For the Brewers, and he, and it was really funny because they were like, "Oh, he's gonna do it. He's gonna take over the triple crown. All he needs is like a home run and two RBIs or something like that." And then, but then it turned out that every single other player who was held those records above him was also playing. So, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Baez and Arenado, probably somebody else. Who's well, no, he's leading in. Baez has got the most RBIs, and Arenado has the most home runs. Uh, but then Trevor Story also had the same amount of home runs as him, and he uh, had home runs today. So <laughs> he's actually third in home runs now. <laughs> um, I, yeah, yeah. No, the NFL is just sad and depressing most of the time. Uh, do you have any hot takes, though? I mean... I don't really. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are hilarious because they're one, two, and one. Right. Uh, uh, the Patriots beat the the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, beat the crap out of the Dolphins. Right. It was like thirty-eight to seven or yeah. something, and it was like thirty-eight to nothing until the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, and you know, but I just really like you know I'm a Patriots fan, right? And I think that it's. Funny, because like this has happened a few times where they're like, "Oh, the Patriots are dead, right. dead in the world. Yeah, it's yeah. like 
two games into the season. They're like, they got nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then they come out and just well, destroy. Just that, like, everyone wants them to fail so bad. You oh, know sure. what I mean? Like, the yeah. season, like, Tom Brady ceases to be an amazing football player is going to be the happiest year yeah. of, like, every single <laughs> NFL, like, sportscaster's life. You right. know what I mean? Yes. Outside, outside of the yeah. They're like chomping at that bit for the, that guy to fail. They want it so badly. I've never seen anything like it, actually. Just like people so, like, supposed to be impartial sports journalists. Right. So obviously, like, desiring the failure of, like, one man in the sport, you know? Is he 40? 42. He's 40. 41? I don't know. He's old. He's old. He's doing his thing. I mean, yeah, thirty no. is for the NFL, you know. Oh yeah, even a quarterback. Even a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, so you play fantasy football? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I play fantasy football in my work. I was two and one coming in this weekend, and I had Tampa Bay's quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. And oh yeah, old Fitz Magic, who's like thirty five. And from Harvard. And I knew he wasn't good. I knew it was like, nah, this is an illusion. The guy is lighting up all the stats. Yeah. I knew it was not going to last. But I started him this week anyway. I was like, maybe he'll go one more week. I had Matthew Stafford uh, for the Detroit Lions as my backup. But I played Fitz. I was like, one more week. Play Fitzpatrick one more week. And they're up against the Chicago Bears. Motherfucker has four fantasy points for me. Damn. <laughs> he got benched at halftime for Jameis Winston. Uh, and the Bears beat them, I think, 48-10. to 10. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, uh... <clears throat> Damn. He, he always does that, though, right? Isn't he, yeah. like... Always been uh, kind of the backup guy for most of his career, and then the other guy will go down and he'll like win the starting job. Yeah. Like that's what happened with the Jets, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't know how he does it. Like he's not that good. He's just can have good games. Well, my theory is he makes other, or either he makes other players better, or having good other players. Specifically, receivers around him make him look way better. Right. Um, so yeah, so the Fitz magic is gone. Uh, we talked about the Seattle Seahawks a little bit. Did you see Earl Thomas? I think he fractured his shin and then flip, no. flipped off the Seattle sideline as he was getting carted off. He flipped them off. Yeah, gave him the bird. Yeah. Like. Was it like, like a fuck- joking, like "ha ha, fuckers"? Or no, no, it was a, it was "fuck you" uh, to the to his teammates, to his own, to his coaches, probably to his coaches, probably. Yeah, because he was trying to get re- <coughs> re-signed for a big contract, and Seattle was not extending his contract, and now he's hurt. And right. So, so now definitely re-signing his contract. Yeah. No, he's he's done. Uh, for his career, you think? I bet so. I, I bet he's done for his career. He's not getting that big payday, that's for sure. Exactly. Which sucks about being an NFL player. Right. 
it's not a good job. I don't know why people think it's a good job. Statistically speaking, it's a terrible job. Because you only play three to five years. Yes, you'll get paid. If you're an average NFL player, and, you know, this has huge variance from position to position, right? But your average NFL player is in the NFL for three to five years, makes less than a million dollars per year, still makes a lot of money, but makes less right. than a million dollars per year. And then your body is destroyed at age 28, and you right. can't well, do not, anything you've else. You've been playing football at that point for 18 years right. or whatever. Right, depending on yeah. what you it's did. Not like yeah. three to five years. It's like you also went to college and mm-hmm. high school, peewee, whatever. Right, and didn't get paid for any of that. Right. And then your body's broken. You don't know how to do anything because you went to college, but you didn't take any college classes. Same with high school in most of the cases. Right. You know? And, and you don't have health insurance because they don't get right. health insurance. So, yeah. No, it's a shitty job. And then, But every once in a while, somebody is Tom Brady or even somebody is... Well... This is why I have a ton of respect for Marshawn Lynch. And I think other uh, NFL players are starting to figure this out. Like, get out of the game before your body is destroyed. Leave on your own terms if you can. And then go do something else. He's back. He's playing for Oakland. I was going to say, Marshawn Lynch's other thing was to come back. Was to come back and play football. Because I I think it's like a drug. I think it's like, uh, because who who would who was doing this all the time? Was it John Elway or Brett Favre? Favre, um, these old ass quarterbacks who at the end of the season have just been like their bodies are destroyed and they're miserable and in pain all the time. But then they have the off season and they rest. And the only thing they know is playing football. So then they come back in August or whatever, and they're like, no, I'm good. I'm going to go for another year. And then they get destroyed. I mean, not Tom Brady, because he has, like, full blood transfusions from that weird pseudo-doctor. in the blood of babies. Right. He must have been hanging out with, uh, who's the guy for the Rolling Stones? Not Mick Jagger, Keith, the guitar player. Keith Richards? Yeah. I feel like Tom Brady's been hanging out with Keith Richards. No, but like, they're like the opposite, because Keith Richards is like just very unhealthy and has all of these things just to keep him alive. <laughs> and Tom Brady is like so health-obsessed that he doesn't even like look at beer, you know what I mean? Right. He like only he eats like one carrot a day and then gets the rest of his nutrients from the sun. Well, he's got to have some kind of weird infusion Captain America super serum or something like right. that. Right. Well, I think that they just have replaced all of his bones with elastic. Yeah, and like rubber. Yeah. Like high test rubber. Is he even human anymore? That's my question. Well, that's the question. Right. Like biologically? I don't know. Right. Mentally? <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> Let me tell you, one guy who I've totally switched my positions on is uh, Gronkowski. Yeah, uh, the Gronkowski. Yeah, I, I get to think that guy's 
sucked not at football. I always knew he was good at football. I used to think he sucked at being a human being. Uh, right. But he doesn't. Uh, I, I gained a whole lot of respect for him when I found out that the Patriots tried to trade him to the Detroit Lions over the offseason. And he was like, no, fuck you guys. If you trade me, I'm retiring. And you get nothing. Right. He's like, I'm playing for... He said specifically, I'm playing for Tom Brady or I'm not playing for anybody. Right. And I thought that that takes balls. That was awesome. He also has a party bus that he cruises around in with his boys that has his face on the side of it. <laughs> I think he has like a big, like he has like six brothers or something. They all just yeah, like party all the time. yeah. I read a little bit about that. His bus has his face on the side of it. It's like a giant party bus. He's got one brother who is trying to cash in on the name. I'm right. gonna get this wrong, and is trying to sell like a line of clothing or something like that. And somebody mm. asked Rob Gronkowski about it, and you could just tell the disdain in his voice at his uh, no good ne'er do well brother, obviously trying to just cash in on his name. <laughs> like whatever, just go buy the fucking backpacks or whatever. Whatever my my con artist brother is selling right now. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have opinions about NFL, but it's funny. It's hilarious. Who's your team? Are you a Bears guy? Well, that's what I was gonna say. I may I may be about ready to get on that Chicago Bears bandwagon. Okay. They're good. They have. Are they? either the best or second-best defense in the NFL, along with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I'm also low-key might be getting on the bandwagon for. Basically, cool. I'm waiting to see who's good, and then I'm hopping on that bandwagon. Right. That's how bandwagoning works, Joel. Yeah, no, I know. Like you just explained bandwagoning, <laughs> and then you're like, and that's how I bandwagon. <laughs> And I have no shame in it. I, I never have any shame in it. But I have no shame of it in the NFL. Because I don't have a team. Right? right. We talked about this, I think, two weeks ago. There is an alternate universe where I'm a hardcore Oakland Raiders fan. Right. But that's not this universe. This universe, I should be a Chicago Bears fan. But for most of my adult life, they've been like the New York Mets of football. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Uh, who's that guy who was their quarterback for a really long time? Uh, they had a couple. There was Rex Grossman, but that's not who you're thinking yeah, of. No. The more recent guy. Yeah, the guy who smoked cigarettes. Just, everyone was like, oh, he's just got the, he's got a rocket arm. He's got a cannon arm. Right. And, uh, he just never, he's, anyway, he's the, he's definitely the David Wright of the NFL. Yeah. He's all, yeah. the point I was trying to make. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's there are all these pictures of him smoking cigarettes on the sidelines. Oh yeah, mm. that's cool. Mm. <sighs> we need more of that. Yeah, did you ever see that movie, The Replacements, with Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman? Yeah, I feel like we talk about that movie pretty often on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Although that movie is also anti-labor, huh? Man, sports hates labor. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. 
If you're wondering, I'm a public school teacher, so I'm a little bit biased about, you know, questions of labor. <laughs> um, but it's funny how, like, movies like that are like, fuck the striking players. Let's all get scabs. Right. Everyone root for the scabs. Everyone root for the scabs. Yeah, the scrappy, the scrappy scabs. Yep. Although I am a low-key, huge Keanu Reeves fan. Side note, that's the second time I've used the word low-key on this podcast. I never use that word in my real life. <laughs> Whatever, Joel. His <laughs> name was Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler, thank you, yes. Jay Cutler, I'm going on the record, Jay Cutler is the David, David Wright, Wright of the NFL. Yeah, totally. Uh, we can all agree. Yeah, no, the- I think that's an amazing analogy. I think you were absolutely <laughs> correct about that analogy. <laughs> we got about eight minutes left. Did you see that Red Sox fan throw that ball back? Oh, that was amazing. That was- <laughs> I'd, like to nominate, I'd like to nominate that guy for Dump on the Ump All-Stars. That was amazing. Uh, Stan- that was the game that the Red Sox won, correct? I don't know. I think the Yankees kind of kicked the shit out of the Red Sox, two out of three. But the Red Sox weren't playing those starters. They weren't playing much at all, I don't think. Yeah. Stanton hits a home run uh, on the green wall. And that's left field, right? It's a monster, a green monster. Green monster. And this dude gets it. From the monster seats. And hucks it. From the monster seats and hits John Carlos Stanton as he's coming around second base. Yes. Hits him. Yes. With baseball. <laughs> and credit to Stanton. He was pretty funny about it. He like, I don't know if he waved or gave a thumbs up or something like that. Uh, he, he looked like he was going to go for flipping the bird and at the last second. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> yeah. Like a two finger point. Right. Oh, that's a good call. He should have flipped the bird. Many <clears throat> Suspended, probably. Um, I wonder what happened to that guy. He probably went to jail. They, uh, he didn't go to jail, but he got removed from the yeah. baseball game. Remember, remember that time we got that kid kicked out yeah. of that White Sox game. That kid probably should have hit Lorenzo Cain with that baseball. <laughs> yeah. Lorenzo Cain in the playoffs with the Brewers. That's also why we need to get on that Milwaukee bandwagon. Right. Well, it's the whole racism, homophobic, homophobicism yeah, yeah. thing. Hard to get behind, you yeah, know. Yeah, totally. That sucks. Um, that and I'm like a Milwaukee Padres fan, so I don't know if I can right. like throw the <laughs> right. fence. Right, I'm a Milwaukee Brewers fan as well. <laughs> what the Brewers should do is ask to play their home games in San Diego for the playoffs. For the playoffs. <laughs> No, they. I was. What the announcers were saying today on the TV is that the fans in Milwaukee are just the best. They're like packing that stadium every day, is what they were saying. Unless they play the Cubs, that's actually a cause of concern because it's about it's about forty five minutes from Chicago to Milwaukee, and Uh when the Cubs play at Milwaukee, the stadium is packed with Cubs fans. Really? It's like majority Cubs fans, at least during the regular season, when the Cubs are at Miller Park in Milwaukee. So I'm actually really interested to see what happens if the Cubs and the Brewers play in the ALDS. 
Which we hope they do not. Which we hope they do not because we want the Rocky. We want the Rockies to win. Right. Uh, oh, somebody tweeted a great thing. If I were the Rockies, I would try to get the Dodgers to stop dodging the rocks I'm throwing at them. Uh-huh. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. back on task to the baseball-wielding fan at Fenway Park. If right. you go back to, I think, one of our first episodes ever, it was, I think it was season one, where we were coming up with XLB rules, one rule that I proposed was that a ball is always in play, even if it leaves the park. And if that had been the case, that Stanton is out. Right. Right? I think that would be awesome. Yep. Stanton is out, and that guy is... Has a job. Yeah. The red <laughs> right. Like, he gets paid. Because he made that out, they have to pay him, like, as part of their payroll. $100,000 or something <laughs> like that. Because yeah, <laughs> he, like, took part in the game. He's got a war. <laughs> right. <laughs> 0. 0.01. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Alright, um, we gotta wrap it up. What have we not talked about that we said we were gonna talk about? Um, boy, I am I am disappointed in the White Sox end of the season. That that sucked, but you know. So what do you see? Like, what's your what's Joel's steps for sustained success on the? For the Chicago White Sox, like, starting from now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't expect them to be a playoff team in 2019, but they've got to mm-hmm. get better. They can't have 100. they got to be 10 games better next year. Otherwise, somebody's got to get fired. Gentlemen, like, if they're not considerably better in 2019 than they were in 2018, um, their heads have got to roll. And then 2020, they got to be fighting for a playoff spot in 2020. Like we've been saying all year long, they have, they've got all these great young players. And they've got to just develop these young players. So I'm asking, does Chicago have the coaching staff to develop the players? Uh, I think Yohan Moncada is going to be good. I think Tim Anderson is good and is going to get better. Um, I think they've got the start of a rotation. Lopez, Giolito, Rodon, Dylan Cease, Dylan Covey. They need another arm that's not James Shields. So I would try... I don't know who would be on the market next year. I would want... Chris Sale back, but you can't get Chris Sale back. But like a, a good veteran pitcher. Well, what about Snell? Isn't he up? Yeah, for... maybe. Yeah, that would be a good one because they do have money to spend. And the blog, the internet's are like go after Machado or go after Bryce Harper. If I'm GM, yeah, maybe Blake Snell or um, another a guy who could be your number one pitcher who right. might be good enough to be a number two pitcher on a good team. If that right. makes any sense. 
Yeah, Blake Snell would be good. Um, they need Eloy Jimenez to come up. Michael Kopech, who also has racist and homophobic tweets, but was a really good pitcher, he's having Tommy John surgery, and I'm really depressed about that. And he's not going to be ready until 2020. And then I would argue at this point, do what you can to keep both Jose Abreu and Abisayo Garcia. Abreu is 32, Garcia is 27. Um, and I think they both <clears throat> contribute to the team in meaningful ways. And you can't just have kids. I mean, we had a podcast recently about how, like, <clears throat> what the White Sox need is a superstar. And, like, Let's Jose get... Abreu was supposed to be a superstar, yeah, and he kind of never not. became... He never, like, yeah. stepped into that role. That's a good point. But, like, why do you then keep him as kind of, like... A middling veteran first baseman. The David Wright of the Chicago White Sox. Right. Yeah. David Wright, exactly. Well, he's the Jay Cutler of the Chicago (laughs) White Sox. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or do you, you like, try to, you know, move in another direction, go after one of these big-name free agents like Machado or Bryce Harper? That's a good question. I, I, I mean, obviously I would be happy if the White Sox landed Machado or Harper. Neither of them are particularly, like, my favorite players. But, right. But they're good. Like, you want good players. They're good. My favorite player is that guy who freaking beamed Giancarlo Stanton from the left field stand. <laughs> 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 yep. Um... We haven't talked about Boston at all because they're in. So uh, let's do let's do some picks. So who you, who you in in the wild card games? Uh, I'm gonna go with the A's and the uh, Rocks. Oh, nice! I love it. I'm going, yes, I'm going double underdog. Double underdog. I think the A's have a real good shot at the Yankees, and I think. Yeah. I think the Rockies have less of a good shot against the Cubs, but you never fucking know. Cubs got problems. Cubs are not a perfect team. So right. that sets up your ALDS of, well, I don't know why I'm asking you who you're picking on Yankees Red Sox, so I'm not going to ask you. Um, you how you about, A's Red Sox? In this oh, scenario? A's Red Sox. Yeah, well. Yeah, Red Sox. Red Sox. How about this Cleveland-Houston series? What do you think about that? Uh, Houston, definitely. Yeah, okay. I think Houston is still getting overlooked. They are also a 100-win team, and they've got the best run They also won the World Series last year, and they're basically the same team, only better. Yeah, no. So that ALCS of Red Sox-Astros would be fun. Pulling for the Red Sox, but don't sleep on Houston, man. Right. Uh, I see a matchup... I would see that as a similar matchup to the 2013 Red Sox Tigers Championship Series. That's a good call. Oh, with J.D. Martinez on one team and Justin Verlander right. on the other that team. Year, yeah. That was the year yeah. they had that dominant pitching staff of Scherzer, Verlander. Yeah. I think Rick Porcillo pitched for them. 
And he, and yeah. Sanchez. Wow. You could have a 2013 Detroit Tigers reunion. Right. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, NL. So, Rockies Brewers? Man, that'd be fun. Nobody would watch that series because it's Colorado versus that, Milwaukee. I think that the Brewers are an exciting team. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Rockies are an exciting team, too. I think right. that they're, like, much more exciting than the other teams. Like, the Cubs... I feel like the Cubs are like kind of lacking in personality. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like the Dodgers are going to like underperform as usual. Yes. Um, yeah. I was just meaning market size. Oh, yeah. Of Colorado and Milwaukee. Here's the World Series I would love to see, but MLB would hate to see is uh, Brewers Indians. That would Thank be hilarious. You. Yeah. You and your Midwest love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Dodgers, Braves. Old money, NL. I don't know. Like, they both, the grand history of the Dodgers and the, I guess, if you count the 90s as history, which I think we probably should. Yeah. Uh, We're getting old, Yeah. That's what, that's what we talked a lot about last week. Who do you <laughs> like in Dodgers, Braves? Uh, Braves. Yeah. I agree. I think that Woody Page would pick otherwise. Right. But I think that the Braves are going to continue to surprise everyone. Or not everyone, just Woody Page. (laughs) I agree with you. I am saying I am rooting for the Braves, but I'm also still on that Yasiel Puig uh, bandwagon. I would like to see that guy do well. All right. Right. I don't know. I like him. He pisses people off. Right, because he's like a jabroni. Yeah, you can say that about most baseball players. Right. Wasn't it Yasiel Puig who, it, like, turned out that he owed, like, millions of dollars to the mafia? I hope so. I hope he hasn't committed like, acts of domestic violence, because then I can't root for anybody. But that's owing money to the mafia. I'm fine with that. I feel like Yasiel Puig is, like, such a weirdo that he actually doesn't have any domestic yeah. partners to abuse because right. he's, like, in a loving and stable relationship with, like, a cactus plant. You know what I mean? In his, in his house. <laughs> I hope so. That would make me like him so much more. And I already like him. Right. <laughs> and he just dresses up as a cactus and stands next to his cactus girlfriend completely still when he goes home from work. Like, that's his home life, is just standing completely still as a cactus. Like, trying to blow spores in her direction. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, brilliant. we've been trying to have baby cactuses yeah. <laughs> for a long time. He's learning how to pro- uh, process sunlight as food, like right. Tom Brady. He keeps he keeps texting Tom Brady to teach him how to do that. <laughs> Tom Brady's like, bro, I do not know who you are. Tom Brady's like, I have not touched the cell phone <laughs> since 1999. Um, NLCS so that would be a Braves Brewers NLCS that'd be fun yep so Milwaukee are we riding this Milwaukee wagon all the way to the World Series yeah Sox Brewers Sox Brewers that'd be fun that'd be good yeah Yelich Kane Betts Martinez yep do it 
And then Coach Schilling would, like, call a game and just be like, there's just something I like about this young Haydu guy. Right, yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I really like his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got Moxie. <laughs> right. You just say that over and over again to the yeah. point when you realize that, like, what he meant by stuff was, like, political ideology. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck Coach Schilling. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, no joke. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Um, we're going to try and do this again. Well, we got to do this again next week, Sam, because we yeah. cannot take a weird World Series vacation that we've done, like, the last two years. So so uh, we'll do this again next week. Tune in to us. Hit us up on SoundCloud.com. Dump on the ump. Uh, find us on Apple iTunes. Like us. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us, give us your love and attention, please. Follow us on Twitter, at Dump on the Ump. We have a WordPress blog and a Facebook page. Check us out. Thanks very much for listening. Any last words? Uh, socks, socks and five. Over Milwaukee. Over Milwaukee. Love it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Well, you know what? I think I called the Sox in five over the Dodgers at the beginning of the season. No, you said uh, Sox Nationals. You and Eli. I was going to bring that. I'll bring that up when we talk to Eli because I was actually really curious about that. You guys both had Sox Nationals. I had Astros Cubs. So my bracket is less busted than yours right now. I, I don't think anyone saw the Nationals not making the playoffs. Yeah, that was a big surprise. Well, we did when we called the Braves winning the division in August. Right. Yeah, but that was August. Yeah. You sure didn't call the Dodgers? Was that last year? Yeah, I think so. We can look back. It's all recorded. I record every conversation we have, Sam. <laughs> You're like the NSA. <laughs> yeah. No, the NSA is also recording yeah. this conversation. <laughs> well, that's because they're in Ashburn, Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, we got 50 million listens from <laughs> some place in the middle of the desert in Utah. Hmm. Here's just be some mountain land there. Oh, and a concrete bunker. <laughs> well, whatever, you know, someday we'll get good enough to have advertisements. Yeah. And uh, we got to go overtime. I guarantee you, our first the first company that approaches us for advertisements is going to be that uh, generic Viagra company. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I've already approached them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> we need to start hucking generic Viagra on this podcast. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Have a good evening and a, pre- a pleasant you got a lot to be smiling for. So what the fuck you be wildin' for? Come on, I get my grin on. I'm smiling, bitch, cause I always get my win on. I've been on.
My seventh graders still know who Snoop Dogg is and still like him. Yeah. That guy has aged so well. I did. They didn't tell me. No, they didn't tell me it was Snoop Dogg's song. They said it was a little Duval song, and they didn't tell me it was called Smile Bitch. <laughs> they withheld key information about the song. We having fun this evening, believe that.